Welcome to Impetus Podcast. Today, we bring you a brand new episode of Expert Speak, where our panelists share powerful insights on everything cloud, data, analytics, and AI. Hello, my name is Larry Pearson, Vice President and Client Partner at Impetus Technologies. And at Impetus, we specialize in working with large enterprises in their journey to the cloud. With me today on this podcast is my colleague, Shadish Bali. Shadish leads our DevOps practice, and we'll be addressing the topic today of application modernization. Shadish, welcome to our podcast. Hey, good morning, Larry, and uh, thank you very much. It's uh, my pleasure to be here today. You know, a key cornerstone of application modernization is the use of containers. And uh, I'd like you to get our podcast kicked off today by talking about some of the various approaches that our clients are using with containerization. Sure, Larry, absolutely. I think uh, one of my favorite topics, and uh, as we all know, right, containerization is not a new concept. This has been in existence since uh, so many years and been considered a key component of uh, application modernization. And, and, Containers provides uh, an agility to package and deliver the application seamlessly at scale. And with the advent of cloud uh, these years, I mean, application modernization has uh, become a way to go uh, as it helps in you know, optimizing the operational costs uh, along with the scalability and elasticity benefits that we get. So uh, absolutely, I think, uh, you know, containerization is, is, uh, is a way to go. And uh, in, in terms of the experiences that uh, we have, uh, Larry, working with customers, uh, so either you would like to modernize existing applications or you wish to develop a new containerized application. Now, in case if you're developing a new application, we can always design and develop the application uh, for containers from scratch. And in case uh, you have an existing application which you want to modernize, then uh, it requires uh, replatforming, meaning you have to repackage uh, the application in a container, move it to cloud as it is, and get all the benefits. This is kind of a lift and shift approach where minimal work is required. You just create a <clears throat> container image and, and deploy that. The flip side of this approach is, since it uh, you know does not use... Uh, uh, the cloud services, maybe if you're doing a cloud modernization, it, it doesn't look at uh, application components. Uh, maybe we end up scaling things which we do not want to scale. Uh, it results into higher operations cost as we go as we as we go in longer run. Another approach is to refactor the application. You know, considering as I said, you scan the application, look at the uh, service scalability, look at the uh, performance of the applications, maybe processes, the memory footprint, look at, uh, at what places it is integrating with third-party components, and then maybe you you decouple some of these components, rewrite a little bit of code. Uh, of course, this requires uh, budget and time, but uh, this approach is also considered a, a better approach where you start refactoring as well while you do lift and shift. So net-net, uh, I think uh, what uh, we recommend based on uh, you know the experiences that uh, I have, that we should uh, go with both of these approaches in parallel. It's kind of sort of trade-off between lift and shift and refactoring so that uh, we can optimize the operations cost in uh, longer runs. Larry. 
Interesting. So one of the first considerations is how to balance those two trade-offs, and that was uh, that was very helpful, Shadish. What are some of the other challenges that enterprises face today in their containerization journey? Sure. Uh, I think we, we just spoke about the first challenge, even the approach. I've seen uh, cases where, uh, you know, we jump on uh, lift and shift and then we end up uh, spending too much of uh, cost in longer runs and then realize it. So uh, I think one of the challenges, of course, choosing a right approach there. Uh, some of the other areas that I can think of are, you know, maybe choosing right platform and tools uh, considering the technology stack. Uh, I know, so Docker is most preferred, uh, you know, containerization tool. Uh, we have you've used along with Docker, maybe it's a Rocket.js or, of course, the cloud uh, native services now, which have come up. Uh, there's a critical consideration on infrastructure as a service or a platform as a service. So you, you want to use your own Kubernetes cluster or use a Kubernetes service, which is provided by various clouds. So these questions needs to be answered before you, you know, start your containerization journey. We briefly spoke about application discovery as well. I mean, this is like, uh, you know, the kind of application that you want to uh, containerize. Uh, you may want to assess the stateful or the stateless nature of the application. Uh, stateless is an easy path. You can, uh, you know, just uh, package it and then move, at, move as it is. But stateful applications, they would need uh, skills to identify, you know, components which should scale, which should not scale, how much we should redesign, uh, in what phases we should redesign that. So, and we need to determine even resource limits for uh, isolating the application components at container level. Essentially, uh, there is a need to discover application the, to find out how much to refactor versus time to market. Uh, Container security is another important aspect that I can think of, uh, where we need to scan the containers uh, for code uh, and also the image for any uh, security vulnerabilities. Uh, and how do we integrate these uh, image scanning with our containers, I mean, containers delivery workflow? Which tools we should use? I mean, these are some of the uh, challenges that I can foresee. Uh, with some of our customers that we have seen, uh, I mean, their applications, uh, you know, may not scale in a, in a very standard manner. I mean, these are like intermittent scaling. Uh, their demand may change uh, rapidly. They may see a rush of requests or queues any day of the hour. In, in such cases, uh, the standard scalability or auto scalability may not work. Uh, you may have to write custom rules, custom, uh, you know, scripts, to support uh, customized scalability. And uh, one more area I can think of is multi-tenancy. I think uh, this is more to do with multiple applications running in a Kubernetes environment. And, and we need to ensure that each tenant have access to enough resources. In case one of the tenant consumes more resources, then it should not impact the other tenant. Uh, I think the the list may go on, but these are some of the important uh, factors which I have seen uh, with my experience, uh, which are critical uh, that uh, we should consider uh, in, in a containerization journey, Larry. Thank you, Shadish. So at this point, you've covered various trade-offs involved in developing a, con a, a strategy for containerization and covered five key challenges that our clients are facing 
starting with the technology stack. So the first challenge was to be sure that they have chosen the right platform and tools. Then with regard to uh, the nature of the applications that they're attempting to modernize, uh, enter into application discovery based on the extent to which they are stateful or stateless and different approaches for each of those, and then covered the importance of having strategies and approaches for container security, customized scalability based on the actual usage patterns, and lastly, multi-tenancy. So all of that was uh, very, very comprehensive and interesting, and thank you for that. What I'd like you to do now, though, is talk about what you're doing to help our clients accelerate container delivery, given all of these challenges. Sure, Larry, and thank you for uh, summarizing it. I think you uh, uh, it looks like you've summarized it so well. Uh, absolutely, I think uh, the, the the moment we have uh, the containers ready and in, in, in considering these uh, factors we just spoke about, I think the next step comes is uh, you know how would we accelerate that? I think one of the important reason uh, we go for containerization is to have our ability to release the application quickly and of course uh, with quality. And, and teams have to look for end-to-end container delivery lifecycle and plug the gaps wherever possible. And, and again, there are a lot of experiences that we have here. Some of the important areas that I can think of are, you know, we, we all have CI/CD pipelines, uh, but, uh, you know, we, we should develop those pipelines uh, with quality checks and image scanning. Uh, what I meant is, we can use tools like uh, Sonar, Qualys, uh, Sysdig, uh, and integrate these tools with CI/CD pipeline to uh, detect some of the vulnerabilities in your uh, container image. Now, the pipelines are, are to be built such that uh, you know we can we can uh, consider automated rollback options, integrated automated uh, sanity testing for our containerized application. We uh, there's always a need to have uh, you know uh, different strategies considered for uh, container delivery, and then this this can ex- really accelerate it. Considering you know rolling upgrade or your blue blue green or your canary, uh, there, there has to be this has to be in place. Uh, we can we, we have, in some cases with our customers we have used Helm charts to package all the dependent services as a single bundle to reduce the deployment com- complexity and enable single-click deployment for complex application. Uh, another aspect, uh, again, which we have seen with our experience is uh, the, uh, the image size. I mean, it is recommended that we should keep the image size uh, really lightweight. It, it should only include uh, some of the relevant services and should follow a single responsibility model. These are, again, I mean, not the list of exhaustive list of all the things, but these are some of the ways, uh, Larry, that I can think of that can accelerate the uh, container delivery pipeline. In fact, uh, our team has developed a ready-to-use framework uh, uh, that enables uh, setting up pipelines with some of these best practices, uh, and then we have used them in some of our customer engagements. In fact, they uh, this helps us reduce the uh, container setup, I mean, pipeline setup timelines uh, in few days as against a couple of weeks of uh, manual effort. Gee, that's great, uh, Shadish. Thank you for that. Uh, obviously, in today's world, everyone is making some consideration for the cloud as they develop their containerization strategies. Um, I think our audience would be interested in hearing you cover some of the different services available from the various cloud providers and how to choose between them. 
absolutely i think uh, and this is it's so dynamic as we speak things are changing new services are being launched by different cloud providers so all cloud providers have come up with uh, you know multiple containerization services to quickly develop package deliver and you know manage these containers on kubernetes environments now amazon has elastic container service and elastic kubernetes service uh, you could use uh, elastic uh, container service to run containers and and maybe use aws fargate for serverless uh, compute uh, with both uh, container service as well as kubernetes service similarly azure and uh, gcp has uh, azure kubernetes service and google kubernetes engine uh, google cloud a uh, couple of weeks ago i mean has come up with uh, cloud run which is serverless platform to run stateless microservices easily and quickly in fact as we speak uh, i was uh, going over the azure container service as well which was launched uh, uh, earlier this month Uh, there are services like uh, azure arc and uh, google anthos to manage uh, on prem and cloud kubernetes environment and cloud providers have even come up with tools that automatically create containers uh, one of uh, such tools that we have used is uh, app to container they call it a to c uh, this is from aws and is useful for simple java apps or c++ apps uh, which are stateless not only it helps in creating the container image quickly it will automatically deploy to uh, you know eks and ecs as well and you know start uh, running those now while these services are available on cloud uh, it is imperative that uh, you know we consider the business objective the effort and schedule the technology stack uh, available skill sets for developing containerized application and managing them all of this will help us choose the right approach appropriate cloud service and ensure better roi on our application modernization efforts right thank you for your valuable insights today shadish i hope our listeners uh, found them useful i'm sure that they did uh, to our audience if you have any further questions you can write to us at podcast@impetus.com and Shadish or someone off of his team will be happy to get back to you. Thank you all for joining us today. I hope you have a great remainder of your day. Thank you all for attending. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Do follow us to stay connected as we help you unravel the data, cloud, analytics and AI puzzle. You can also look us up on LinkedIn and Twitter or visit our website www.impetus.com. Meanwhile, we hope you take good care of yourself and stay safe during these unprecedented times. Thank you for listening and watch this space for our next episode.